We already had a Christmas episode like three months ago with Derek. We had one last year. Yeah, we've 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 done more than our quota of Christmas episodes, I think. But guess what? Strap in. Wow, you're Grinching right out of the gate. Well, I've already explained in great detail that I think the Grinch had some pretty good ideas elsewhere, but it's true. I think that see, mostly I think the Grinch is right about gift giving. But when it comes to Christmas music, there's no reason that you can't partake, right? He's right about roast beast. That's true, too. I wouldn't eat roast beast. Fuck that. What kind of beast is it? You're basically saying roast animal. Like if someone handed you a plate of roast animal, you would say, why the fuck aren't you telling me what animal it is? That's how you know it's a bad animal. Like if it was a good one, they would specify that it's like pork or something, right? Yeah. How bad could it be? Yeah, it's gotta be something disgusting. Yeah. Some sort of rodent, maybe well, a woodchuck like, at best. The Who's don't seem to have like I don't know. I think that humans have a more complex economy than them. Like we can like I don't know. Like we get all the good meat, right? I don't think that the Who's are getting like wagyu beef out there. They don't have. They haven't established that much trade with humans, have they? There is something a little bit sinister about having a community that's out there in the old days. I guess like it was pre-electricity, right? Yeah, it's when not did really that clear take place? When it's the like a it's are, like a medieval village in the Black Forest of Germany or something. Yeah. But it's also modern 20th century Christmas. And okay, it's like it's if, an organic tradition. It's like <laughs> yeah. this this organic indigenous tradition of giving each other gifts and and having the Christmas tree and the ham and all this stuff that was invented by Coca-Cola. So they were ahead of us in commodifying and consumerizing Christmas. They invented it. Yeah, it seems like they did, but uh, if they're in like the Black Forest in Germany, you'd think they'd have like Black Forest ham instead of roast beast, though. That's just how you know they're getting garbage, though. Well, maybe Black Forest ham is code for something gross, like Rocky Mountain oysters. Yeah. Like, those aren't oysters. Maybe that's you know, not ham. How the, well, I, Like the toothfish, and they rebranded it as Chilean sea bass, and everyone likes it now. Maybe The toothfish? Yeah, it used to be called like the something toothfish, and then they made it Chilean sea bass, and everyone started to eat it because it didn't have such a gross name anymore. People just didn't want to eat it because of the name? That's weird. Yeah, so that's what I'm thinking about roast Ice beast. Fish. Ice fish, that's a cool name. Maybe with roast beast, we just need to rebrand it. I guess with fish, you can get away with that pretty well, just saying fish. Oh, I made fish. Yeah, Roast true. fish. <laughs> that works better. You couldn't say mammal. Mammal wouldn't work. Bird. Mm, I could go for some you, mammal. You can say bird. If you if you genuinely didn't know if you had a chicken or a turkey or if you had like a pheasant or something, you could just say, oh, I cooked the bird. Yeah. Made some yard bird. Made some yard bird. Now I'm thinking about when Branson said the yard birds would be a really good band name. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Was he serious? He was 100% serious. How is he serious? Because <laughs> he's Branson. How has he never like accidentally heard his dad watching a documentary about Eric Clapton? Yeah. <laughs> like you haven't heard that before. I mean, it is a shitty band. Yeah, it's one it's of those just, bands that's just, uh, it's it's a footnote in Jimmy Page's biography. Totally. Next to the pedophilia. I think Branson's seeing it with fresh eyes. He's kind of right though. It actually is a good band name that they wasted. It is pretty good. Yeah. It's better than John Mayle's Blues Breakers. <laughs> Which is the other band that was like the, the uh, the feeder team, yeah, <laughs> for, for the big leagues. 
What was the one for the Rolling Stones that I should have known that you told me recently? The something winos or like the the wine guys? Uh, it's Keith Richards solo project. Yeah, I know he did it in the eighties. It's it's called like the maybe it's the expensive winos. Like that's ex, right, that's it. Expensive yeah. winos. Yeah. yeah, Keith Richards and the expensive winos. The AAA team for the Rolling Stones. Yeah, anyway, that's where the I guys come from. You're right that you can't get away with calling any meat mammal. But I think it'd be pretty fun to start doing that. Yeah. Roast mammal. Which, I don't care which mammal you got. I just need some mammal. Platypus. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. Whether it's dog or platypus, I'm down. Yeah. Okay, well, this has nothing to do with the Christmas theme of the episode, but we don't want to forget it because it's such a yeah, small I'm thinking too much item. about toothfish. Yeah. <laughs> Tooth mammal. And then they rebrand it to Chilean sea mammal. Ooh, um, a sea mammal. That would be like a seal or something. Maybe you could pass off seal meat, something that you're not allowed to harpoon anymore by just saying sea mammal. It could yeah, be like a sperm whale. Generic version. Unrelated quick hit here with a, a favorite of the show, John Acapinti. We found out that he has a Twitter, which somehow we never knew before. But if you look at his timeline, it's all just him linking his YouTube videos for zero likes. And he never really says anything, which is disappointing. But Alex, you wisely clicked his likes tab yeah, and first thing knowing comes his up, YouTube playlists. Yeah, exactly. First thing is a thirst trap. Natalie Winters, the co-host of Steve Bannon's War Room. That's his most recent like. It's her taking it's a selfie uh, on her way past the White House to motivate, get her fired up before the War Room. Yeah, it is very we, tame, but it's still very we funny. We know why he, he put the heart stuff. on that, but yeah, it's, exactly. you know, it's, it's cute. He's an old guy. This woman, though, it's funny. She has 200,000 followers. And then in her bio, she has a link to her a feminine lifestyle brand that has only 200 followers. That seems Damn. pretty brutal for having a massive following. I guess when your audience is all men, it's hard to get a, f- a yeah. feminine lifestyle <laughs> brand off the ground. Yeah, you can't get Acapinti to buy into that. When you're just the pick-me woman. But then Put me the back other, in the kitchen. The other great thing, he almost never replies to people either, but you found a really great one. Like we know the saga of him sending his demos to the Waffle House CEO and getting no response and getting mad about it. We've seen all that through his Facebook, but we got to see some of it happen live in real time on Twitter here. Or not really live because it was last year, but he <laughs> tagged that one. It was song. live when I song. saw it. Yeah. We, we listened to the song, you know, like a year ago, but it was a song about the wise guys who have some show on fucking uh, Newsmax. Newsmax. I wonder if that's yeah. even still on because they got sued by Dominion. Oh, funny. Yeah, I know they had not. to shake things up over there because they were going too far to the right and they realized that you can actually get sued if you just make stuff up. Yeah, exactly. They finally hit the like the hitting the wall of reality. You have to go so far in this country, but it does exist. Yeah, it takes a long time. Um, but we have, you know, a live interaction right here where he was tagging Johnny Tobacco from Wise Guys saying, John, did you receive the package I sent last week, which includes the CD with the song I recently wrote for you entitled Wise Guys on Newsmax? There are 24 other songs on the CD that I wrote. Also is a USB flash drive with 25 videos, all caps of these songs. God bless you. And Johnny Tobacco actually replied, John, I received the package. Thank you so much. Haven't gotten to listen to them yet, but I will thank you again for this gesture and your support. Very kind way of saying he'll never listen. And then Acapinti replies, 
uh, John, after listening to the songs, feel free to contact me by email at my email address, blah, blah. Thank you and God bless you. I would love Akapinti. to get that in the mail. Oh, the John too. Acapinti flash drive. I wonder what format the videos are in. Oh, it might just question. be MP4 because they are on YouTube or MOV or something. Yeah. But I'd like to think it's in like maybe AVI. Yeah. <laughs> it's like some video for from Windows. 20 years ago. Yeah. MP1. Dot MPEG with the E in it. <laughs> it's possible, but only if YouTube allows that. I th- I still think whatever he's using probably has like that. You know how like iMovie and shit have an option now to just share directly to YouTube? He's probably doing something like that. Oh, yeah, maybe. But then you're right. He must have the file downloaded in order to put it on that flash drive. But. I still want to know what's up with his videos where somehow every line he says in the song, there's an image that goes along with it. Yeah. And some of them seem like he wouldn't have picked them out. Oh, yeah, so definitely. So it kind of seems like there's an algorithm doing it, but I don't know what that would be. Yeah, we still have no... If anyone ever figures it out, let us know. Uh, he actually has a great new song about the New York Giants quarterback, but guess what? This is a Christmas episode, so we can't fucking listen to it right now. Uh, Aaron Rodgers? Or is he on the Jets? I don't know shit. No, it's uh, Tommy DeVito. Oh, okay. He's some young young buck out there in New York. Out there in New Jersey, really. But uh, Okay, actually, we had one more non-Christmas thing to hit up before we get to our actual main event. You found this Rolling Stone thing about Hall and Oates musicals getting canned multiple times while we've been on. Yeah, a Hall this and was Oates weird. Kick. This was like something that would be in a satirical thing, like it would be in Spinal Tap Two. There would be a yeah. throwaway bit about a failed Hall and Oates uh, sung through musical, but I guess that was a big part of why they grew apart was because they had somebody come up and try to sell them on the idea of doing a Hall and Oates songbook musical, and it would be called modern love after the song method of modern love which is a great song i love that song and it would open with the now ubiquitous you make my dreams and include two dozen songs including sarah smile as a duet featuring two ex-lovers there's one from their 2003 album but uh oh interesting for some reason it was not of interest to the theater community it also was 2008 they had like huge names signed onto it though. Like the writers who were going to do it were for like six feet under and lost. And like those shows were huge at that time, you know? Yeah. And then there was, there was a second musical that was supposed to be a meta musical where it would be about, it would be a, it would be called man eater, but about be about the making of a hollow notes musical within the movie. And it would be a classic French farce. That's what the guy calls it. <laughs> And when I think Hall and Oates, I think classic French farce. So in that musical, there's a scene where the fake Hall and Oates are portrayed living together in a ski chalet, and that might have offended them. That's what the director says. That, <laughs> that might have soured them on the whole project. Putting in what I thought was a completely silly joke may have sabotaged the whole project, he says. I'm not sure. I never really got an answer. That's so funny. They're so like thin-skinned, I guess. Like the Beatles did a stupid ass movie where they all lived together and had like bunk beds and shit. Yeah, they lived on a submarine. Who cares? Yeah, that too. And apparently, there's this is some secret lore about Daryl's house. In 2020, he had on Kenny Loggins, and Kenny Loggins said they should do a Yacht Rock-themed show. 
like a yacht themed show. I assume sailor hats and that kind of stuff. And Daryl got really mad and said, no, we're not going to dignify that with anything. So he's not a boatman. He I doesn't mean, like a, yachts. That is a terrible idea, but also he's right to think that's a, like, I don't know. You don't have to yeah, get he's mad. He's right to you think should, it's stupid, but also yeah, you if you laugh about it, we're not getting mad about it. Yeah, if you're 75 year old Daryl Hall and you've got 75 year old Kenny Loggins coming over, like yeah, who cares? Exactly. It's like your grandpa is coming over and he wants to do a, a World War II themed thing. <laughs> like, okay, yeah, you can wear yeah. your World War II uniform as long have as it was on the humor right side. About it, but don't get mad, even though it is a terrible idea. Yeah, but it is kind of funny. I wonder, maybe he gets seasick. I wonder if he just thinks it's corny or if there's a deeper reason for it. Because guys like Mike Love, they really leaned into it. Yeah, they so love being hard. on a boat. And Jimmy Buffett, he well, any opportunity to be on the dock or wear a sailor suit or or be out on a on a boat deck, he he'll take that. But Daryl Hall, he sees yacht rock and he's like, Bleh. he's like David Foster Wallace in that essay. Yeah. I mean, he has every right to be that way. Like, no one has to be like, no one's gonna hold up Mike Love as like a example of, oh yeah, you should be more like this guy. But yeah, and it just, is kind just of corny. Don't be a dickhead about it. It's very corny. I can see blanching at that if you're somebody from that generation and you yeah. see a new generation sort of semi-ironically appreciating you, mm -hmm. like even Steely Dan and the Doobie Brothers and all that stuff. When people appreciate it, it's through a, a semi-ironic lens. And if he's savvy enough to sniff that out, he probably knows on some level, like, oh, it's sort of a, we're like an 80s curiosity in a certain way, like sort of a punchline. Yeah, it's like it's like making Crank That Soldier Boy or something, you know? Like, yeah. You don't want to be made into like a one-dimensional thing. But at the same time, they license You Make My Dreams Come True for everything. Like, that's one of the most cliche needle drops in history. Like, it, it, any movie trailer, like, one in three movie trailers will have that in it. And they're I fine think, with that, which does kind of cheapen it a little bit. Yeah. At the end of the day, everyone just decides what they can live with, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, you have to no wrestle actual, with it continually. Yeah, there's no actual rhyme or reason to it, but in your own head, it's like, this is what I can abide and this is what I can't abide. And he certainly has the right to make those decisions, but maybe I was going so to So this is Christmas. Yeah, I was going to think of a Christmas segue. And what have we done? Another year over and we had so much fun. That's right. So I thought we would make a tier list of all the best Christmas songs. I loaded up this website, Tier Maker, with a bunch of images. Yeah, we're, we're going to put them in boomers order when it comes to doing this shit because we're so confused about this site where like if I edit it, it doesn't edit on your end and we were confused by it. And I'm like, oh, my God, we're old, I guess. This is shit for people in their 20s, you know? Yeah, I had to do a, a screen share. It's too bad you can't edit it in real time, but I guess that would be kind of confusing because you would have people fighting over it. Oh, that's what I kind of see why they wouldn't do that. I think it would make it funnier. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we got a couple dozen uh, Christmas classics pulled up here from all across the the Christmas song oeuvre from, from you know, 1950s shit to... From Bing to Kufra, we have the entire oeuvre. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. I kind of wanted to start... I can't believe you don't know this classic, the Here We Come Awasailing song. How do you... I've you never heard, heard this. That? That's crazy. What is wassailing? It's like going door to door... Uh, caroling. This song's so fucking annoying and stupid. Why don't they call British. it caroling? Because they're British. How many words do you need? British people have all kinds of fucking crazy ass names for things. 
Like being Mancunian. Better than being Liverpudlian. I would hate to be Merseyside. What if, um, okay, if some Mancunians and some Scousers and some Liverpudlians were all wassailing in your neighborhood, which ones would you want to actually hear wassail at you? Hmm. Maybe the Mancunians, because it could be Oasis. But the Liverpudlians, it might be the mop-top lads from Liverpool that we all know and love so much. Ooh. Or it could be Echo and the Bunnymen. Who are the Scousers? I think, is that in like London area? I could, anyone is British part listening of to this London? is like, can be so mad at how little we know about this. Wait a minute. Scousers is Liverpool? So that's is Liverpool like too. Two, those motherfuckers have two terms. They they're Liverpudlians me. and they're Scousers and they're Merseyside. So you mean to tell me that the Mop Top Fabs, Fab Four are, are Scousers? I never knew that they were Scousers. I guess Cockneys are London guys. Yeah, I wouldn't want to have them come Carolyn, come a Carolyn, a Wassailin. Yeah, they're going to say something about apples and pears, and it's going to be some rhyme I don't understand. You won't even know what they're saying. They're, they're singing in code. Yeah. I can't believe those fucking mop-topped-ass, fab-four-ass Liverpudlian lads are also scousers. The singing scousers. Mm-hmm. That's what they should have called them. But I think before we even get into the tier list, you got to hear this uh, classic wassailing song. Yeah, I want to hear this. I'd be so fucking mad if someone came to my door and started singing this shit. This sucks. It's so bad. God damn it. I'm sorry I showed you this. Okay, the album art from the version of this we're listening to also, the other songs they're doing are insane. Shepherd's Pipe Carol, Once in Royal David's City, I Saw Three Ships. None of these are hits. Oh, they do a little town of Bethlehem. That's like the biggest hit on this album. This is a bunch of garbage ass Christmas songs. Yeah. And they got a whole orchestra on this shit. If you were played in an orchestra, wouldn't you be so mad if you were playing Shepherd's Pipe Carol instead of just like any kind of Christmas banger? Like even like Carol of the Bells or some shit. So I recognize part of this. Like that part right there? Yeah, that is like the if this if you're going to make a TikTok to this, that would be the part you choose for sure. But I've never heard the wassailing part. Yeah. Do they cut that out? I don't think and call so. it something else because I know I this song, like but I've never heard the wassailing part. When I like that's like the name of the, the song is the wassailing song. Weird. But the lyrics are insane when you actually look at the verses. Good master and good mistress, while you're sitting by the fire, pray, think of us poor children who are wandering in the mire. Seems like the doors kind of ripped that off a little. I think Jim Morrison saw Wander in the Mire and he was like, I could steal that. Yeah. We have a little purse made of ratching leather skin. We want some of your small change to line it well within. What's a ratching? These are, I don't know, but these are some beggar-ass kids where one of the first lines in the song is like, we are not poor beggars, and yet they're begging for shit. That's what everyone did back then. Everyone was Oliver Twist. Yeah. Apparently, especially fucking Scousers, you know, if some Scousers were coming door to door. Like, Liverpool was a working class city, right? There's probably so many fucking begging-ass Scousers with mop tops. Four of them at a time going door to door. 
Yeah, back when it was pastoral-ass Lancashire, it was probably wonderful. It's probably yeah. a great Christmas time, but it's all these damn after scousers, they industrialized, right? all the Scousers and the Mancunians. Yeah. Like, can't you just sing me I Am the Walrus? Why do you have to sing me this shit about call up the butler of the house, put on his golden ring, let him bring us up a glass of beer, and better we shall sing. I don't think you kids are old enough for beer, you little fucking Scousers. They're asking this person's butler to give them alcohol? Yeah, that's shady. That's stupid. Bring us out a tablecloth and spread it with a... Oh, wait, no. Bring us out a table and spread it with a cloth. Bring us out a moldy cheese and some of your Christmas loaf. I guess that's supposed to rhyme. Ugh. In British, cloth and loaf rhyme. Cloth. Loaf. <laughs> <laughs> you have to pronounce it in German. <laughs> You know what? I am so glad that all these children are dead now. Yeah, that's true. All these stupid begging ass children from the 1800s. Four of them they're became all in the ground. Lads from Liverpool, and all the rest are dead. They're all in the church, the churchyard, mercy side. Yeah. Tits up. Also, some people got mad at us um, for saying mercy side when I think it's supposed to be like mercy side or something. We say it Merseyside? wrong every time, but I'm not going to change. I feel like British pronunciations are so weird that I shouldn't have to accommodate them. In the same way that British people pronounce French things wrong on purpose, I feel like as Americans, we have the right to pronounce British things wrong as sort of like a, uh, like we won the war kind of thing. Like we get to say whatever we want, you know? Yeah. I don't get mad when people say Worcester for Worcester. Like some people in Massachusetts, they get mad about that. But who gives a fuck? I don't yeah. care. That place isn't even good. <laughs> Say it however you want. All right. So we got our tier list. We don't have the wassailing song on there, but needless to say, I think that one would go D tier. Yeah, dog shit. Of, D for dog trash. shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The dog shit tier. Let's, I think this, maybe we go into this one. This is a tough one to decide for me. The Grinch song. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. You're I honestly could go a lot of different ways on Mr. this one. Grinch. It's, it's pretty not good. The, it's not in the dog shit tier. I can tell you that. Like after hearing yeah. that, hearing that wassailing bullshit, I'm ready to hear this. As a cactus, you're as charming as an eel, Mr. Grinch. You're a man. That slapback delay. I never noticed that before. It's like very aggressive slapback. What year was this? Like 62. Wait a second. I thought there was a slapback because I'm hearing the audio from your screen share. <laughs> oh, is it really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was trying to hear it on the vocals. Yeah, I guess you can you can uh, mute that. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. I was gonna be like, damn, that's a pretty aggressive uh, audio choice for the time, but I guess yeah, it's everything is slapback delay. Wow. Mr. Grinch, I wouldn't touch you with a thirty-nine and a half foot pole. I mean, those lyrics are fun. Like, yeah, it's a great song. I think that's how you ought to write Christmas lyrics. Like, you need. Very distinctive, weird imagery because there's so much lame ass Christmas stuff you could say, like, oh, we're wassailing. Like, you know, that's a yeah, good I don't example. want to hear about silver bells, I don't want to hear about a night that's silent, I don't want to hear about the tree. Yeah, this has very little to do with Christmas, actually. That's a good point. It's more about the nature of the Grinch. Yeah, it's just about how this guy sucks. This one guy who lives on a mountain, he really sucks. <laughs> he pisses us all off. Biased. I hate when there's bias in music. Why can't they just give us the facts about the Grinch in a Is the narrator manner? supposed to be a who? 
his voice seems to be too low for a who. Only a who would sing a song like this, but, yeah, but it would have to be biased toward them. It would have to be a big who. Yeah. Or maybe like a Tay Zonday who with a, a strangely low voice. I think my problem with this song is that it's so disparaging to the Grinch who actually has plenty of good ideas that are valid. Yeah, does he get a song in return? I don't think he gets to say why the Who's deserve to have their shit stolen, which he should get a chance to say. Probably in the Jim Carrey version. I assume there's more dialogue in that one. Yeah, I've more, never seen more it. More mugging for the camera and all that. I haven't yeah. seen it either. Alright, so that song, how are we going to rank that? Hmm. Here's the thing. I think it's a better than average Christmas song for sure. But I just think that it's so biased and not very journalistic and the Grinch didn't get to have his piece. So I'm kind of leaning toward A. Like, so basically we have S tier, right? So A tier be the second tier. I'm leaning toward A tier. Yeah, I would say that's A tier. That's fair. All right. It could have been S tier if the Grinch had a verse where he like spits back at him, you know? Um... I don't know. I don't know how many of the normal songs we want to listen to. Like, I don't think we need to listen to like rocking around the Christmas tree and shit, you know? Yeah. I don't know if we want to rank those. Maybe we should, we should mix it up between normal songs and insane ones. Yeah. Yeah. They're sort of in chronological order, but we can mix them up. Which one did we want to do next? Well, let's just talk about an easy one, maybe. Yeah. Or you know what? How about this? We can listen to one insane song while we talk about that and a normal one. We'll do two songs at once, kind of. Sure. No one needs to hear fucking rock around the Christmas tree or whatever, but how about we listen to, let's hit up, we have a couple Chief Kufri songs, so let's listen to his instrumental Jingle Bell of Christmas Time. Starts off innocently enough. I like that. Not bad. Well, there we go. Okay, there's oh, the okay. siren we all know and love. There's the siren. Okay, maybe we can rank a few while we listen to this, because this shit goes on for a long time. This is about yeah. okay. five minutes well, that's of pleasant. this with no lyrics. All right, White Christmas, Bing Crosby. Um, I think it's boring. also, yeah, it's it's like slightly above average, but nothing, it's no Grinch song, that's for sure. Yeah. I think that's a B. Yeah, I'm, fair, I'm fine with B. Christmas with the Chipmunks. Um, that shit is pretty fucking annoying. Me, I want a hula hoop. That's also one of the first CDs I ever owned. <laughs> Actually, no, it wasn't that. You know what it was? It was the Billboard Christmas Hits album, and that song was on it. Wow. A lot of people bought that, I guess. Yeah. You could just buy a regular CD or a vinyl album and put it on 45 instead of 33. Yeah. <laughs> you could do it with any Christmas album. You can do it with Dean Martin. You know, like when people are trying to, or maybe some people are actually cool, I guess, but some people are trying to be cool and be like, the first album I ever bought was Nirvana, you know? And it's like... What if the Billboard Christmas album affected me in the way that Nirvana affects you when you're young? And I was just really into Christmas music my whole life because of that one album. Like, this fucking CD changed my life. Yeah, like the first band you ever get into is Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Yeah. <laughs> this is my first show I ever went to. The first song I ever learned to play was Carol of the Bells, and it was in August. <laughs> I think the Chipmunk song, it's not fun to listen to, no, hell but no. it is kind of funny in concept, and, and the lyrics are funny. The thing about the hula hoop, that's yeah. like the drop of the song, is him saying he wants a hula hoop. Me, true, I true. want a hula hoop. That is true. Like, it's not in the dog shit tier with the wassailing song. So, maybe C tier, unless you're yeah, thinking, you can argue C. B, but C I think C. for Chipmunk. Yeah, yeah, that's right, the Chipmunk tier. Rocking Around the Christmas Tree, Brenda Lee. Um... 
It feels like mids to me. Like yeah, it's pretty good. I think if you were I at won't the turn time, it off. like if you were there when that dropped, you would like it would have changed your life, maybe. But since yeah. that is so old and so played out, it's probably chipmunk tier to me. But you could argue for a B, but I'm gonna go chipmunk tier. Hmm. Hard to decide. I think I'll put it C. Okay, she doesn't make it to Brenda Lee tier. She's on chipmunk tier. All right, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Burl Ives. Um, hmm, the album art is that classic claymation movie. It hmm. introduced a new Christmas character, which is kind of unique. That's true. That is pretty notable. I guess the Grinch song sort of did. Yeah, the Gl Grinch song is definitely better than this song, I think. Yeah. But maybe this is B tier. I don't I'll know. say B. That's fair. Okay, Santa now Santa Baby. I think could, let's take a detour to talk about what we're listening to. Actually, oh, okay. <laughs> this Jingle Bell of Christmas Time. This is not Chief Kufri's best work, I have to say. What does it have to do with Christmas? <laughs> he just took dashing in the. What do you call it? What's the song called? Uh, Jingle bells. <laughs> he just took Jingle Bell and put a bunch of fucking police sirens over it. <laughs> Which has a lot of character. Like, it is his signature move. Like, it instantly makes it recognizable that, like, this is a Kufri work, right? So I do give him that. But this is some pretty Oh, I do hear shit. Jingle Bells now. It's, like, very faintly in there. <laughs> Mostly listening to the accordion and the drums. Yeah, and the police. A bunch of counter melodies going against it. I wonder if he <laughs> added so those or if annoying. those were part of it. He definitely added those. I mean... That's, I guess that makes me appreciate it more than it is that much of a mess. When those lead lines are on top of it, you can't tell what it is. <laughs> it's like a different song. It's so annoying. I was willing to put this in the chipmunk tier, but now I'm like, well, it might be a B. Yeah. Can't play this at Christmas. People will get mad. <laughs> I don't know. Does that factor into our, our scoring, though? I don't know. Hmm. I think I'll put it in C. Yeah, I think that's fair. What do we want to hear next? Should we actually give um, Chief Kufri a chance to redeem himself, maybe, with his next song? Yeah, why not? I think this is his, like, Christmas banger. The Santa Claus is not coming to this town. You better watch out. You better not expect. You better watch out. I am telling you the truth. This song is, like, political. It's festive. The beat goes way harder than that last one we were just listening to. Yeah. It's interesting. Santa knows when you are corrupt. Wow. It's too bad adults do the most corruption. Yeah, that's a good point. Santa doesn't Santa get has no judgment pull over adults. <laughs> no jurisdiction over that. Unless he wants to hold their kids hostage. But the problem is parents could just buy a PS5 for their kid, like if they're uh, if they're John Fetterman. Yeah. <laughs> Santa can't punish him for being evil. Here's the thing. We should my anti-corruption plan in Washington is we need a Congress that's entirely between age three and eighteen. So Santa does have jurisdiction. Then we get Santa to root out corruption by not giving Christmas presents to naughty Congress people. And yeah, I think we'll if, have the most ethical Congress of all time. If Santa is immortal and he can see what everyone on earth is doing, 
then that's about as close as you can get to having a paradox player just play the world like a map game. Yeah. <laughs> like the guys who play Hearts of Iron or EU4 or Crusader Kings. Just being a, an omniscient, uh, an omniscient immortal being who has access to all information and all the ledgers for everybody. Yeah. And how many troops everybody has. Then I could solve all the problems. If we could get Santa to do that, it might work. It's worth a shot, at least. Um, let's see. Maybe let's do another couple Christmas classics while we listen to this. What else do we got on the tier list? Uh, let's see. Santa Baby Eartha Kit. Um, it's a weird it's one because it's horny. Yeah. But the I only time you would ever listen to this is around your family, which yeah. is not good. And I'm not saying anything new here. Hmm. But <clears throat> I think she did innovate being horny for Santa is a novel angle. Yeah, it was especially the first when she time. knows she knows about Miss Claus too. Like she's just misbehaving and trying to be a home wrecker, basically. Well, I'll put it in C for audacity. Yeah. Dean Martin. Baby, it's cold outside. Man, I want to keep or, putting everything in the chipmunk tier, but that's where I think it belongs. Really? We're putting so much shit in that tier. I don't know. I think it's too repetitive and boring. I'm going to put, put it in, in D. D. I'm going to put it there with Wasail. Yeah, dog shit tier. Jingle Bell Rock, Bobby Helms. Mm. It's pretty good. It's it's kind of the same as Rocking Around the Christmas Tree. Yeah, I feel like I, I agree. Like, if we gave that a C, we got to give this a C. But that's yeah, so you got to put it right with that right one. Now. It's like the male and female version. They're like Barbie yeah. and Ken. Okay, so I think that, that that Kufri we just listened to, Santa Claus is not coming to this town. I'm calling that probably B tier. Yeah. It's better than the other one. Yeah, definitely. What do you think? Maybe we should get... Since we were talking about these fucking Scouser-ass Beatles earlier, maybe we should get into some Beatles-y ones. Let's hear what John Lennon had to say about Christmas, you know? So this is Christmas. God, the album cover on this... YouTube upload is so annoying. Classic rock Christmas has a silhouette of two generic rock guys playing guitar. Yeah, it's cool when the official version of a song has that kind of cover on it. There was yeah. someone posting <laughs> about that on Twitter earlier about how I, I think it was uh, Maniac by Michael Sambello. Like the official cover that the official cover to that is some uh, compilation like this. Yeah, that's just <laughs> that stuck there forever. This song kind of stinks. Yeah. It's just irritating. I'm pretty ambivalent. It's just very, like, run-of-the-mill Christmas music. Also, it feels weird to invoke war being over in the title. That wasn't over. It's a little too in John Lennon to do that. Yeah, like, that's a very John Lennon move. Come on, man. Yeah. Hmm. Let's see. Fucking Scouser. Well, I'll put it in C. Yeah, I think the reason it needs to go in C is that it can't be on the bottom tier, can it? Because we got to listen to Paul McCartney's. Yeah, let's see. That one's more interesting, I think. Like, you hear people bring that one up more. It's the one people I love to make true. fun of. It is, like, gimmicky enough that people talk about it. That's a good point. It's just so weird. Yeah. That whole album, McCartney 2. Just very weird. Coming off wings, experimenting with synths. He made a lot of childish music. Well, that's like Dan's point that the Beatles are the greatest children's band of all time. <laughs> it's mostly because of Paul. Yeah, 
This arrangement is just like so empty, you know? Yeah. It's kind of amazing that this was a hit. The arrangement is so weird. It's so just like, yeah, nonsensical. From a guy who does know how to arrange stuff, I guess he was yeah. just probably high and fucking around and just turned it in as it was. Yeah, it's so wild. Because they could have taken it into the studio and kind of fleshed it out a little bit. Yeah, taken, just, taken out some of those weird, the LFO synth sounds right in the center channel. Yeah. It's like just fucking Jingle Bells and that. It's but so it's weird. also so weird. It's like a half-finished song to begin with. So yeah. it, it wouldn't really work better with a more fleshed-out arrangement. It's like the, the verse is like two bars and the chorus is one bar. <laughs> I mean, like, this is going to be aggressively contrarian where it makes me feel bad, but I almost feel like this des deserves to be in the B tier above the Lennon song because at least it's like trying to not be every Christmas song ever, you know? Yeah, it's so weird. The music video is showing him playing acoustic guitar too. Where like, why isn't he walking around with a synth? You know? Yeah. He should have a synth around his neck. This is an insane thing to release as one of the most famous musicians in the world. Like, yeah. It's you can tell funny. what happened was they had forty seconds of material and they had to stretch it out. It's a miracle this made it to three forty-six. Yeah, it's unbelievable. This was like the kind of song that in <laughs> in the early Beatles days would have been one fifty-seven. Yeah, totally. it wouldn't have hit two minutes. The decision to make it almost four minutes is unreal. Yeah, by that point you kind of had to. They could have told him like you need to add like another part or something, but. Nope. Yeah, the problem is the verses are so weird. The verses don't really add anything. Yeah. All right, I'm going to advocate for a B for this song. Yeah, just, you know I'm what? That's a it. B. All right. Chuck Berry, Run Rudolph Run. Hmm. Probably the first rock and roll Christmas song. Yeah. The first authentic rock and roll Christmas song. I don't know if that postdates or predates Brenda Lee and Bobby Helms. But it's not really. I think that's a C. Yeah, I'm fine. It's whatever. On the chipmunk tour. Can't chipmunk knock Chuck Berry too much, but that's eh, whatever. Um, um, off, I think off the off the heels of the McCartney song, though, I gotta play the E1 song from last year. Oh yeah, sort of a spiritual sequel. Yeah. Thanks to uh, quick thinking from friend of the show Robin Hatch. She used that same Paul McCartney synth tone in this song. So much fun when the tree is lit. Everyone She's currently with Porno for Pyros, right? Yeah, she's going to do their tour next year. I saw they had a Christmas song. Oh. I don't know if she was on it. About it's called Pete's Dad. I have no idea. And it's about how Jews and Italians both like Italian food. <laughs> and also the guy doesn't have cancer anymore. That's in the lyrics? Yeah. It's about the guitarist's dad. So that's okay. cool. Yeah. I don't want to rate that one because it would be... I feel like it would be offensive to that guy's dad. But I'm sure it's great. I think just to toot our own horn here, you got to say this is a better song than Paul McCartney's song. Yeah, it's certainly more a, resentful. We just gave that a B. It's more paranoid. This is reflects how I feel about Christmas. I would kill for it. Even though 
Even though I think that the Grinch had some good ideas and this song talks about killing the Grinch, I still think I will defend to the death your right to celebrate Christmas. And for that reason, I think this song is genius. If you hate Christmas, there can be no truce. I think Robin did like kill the arrangement on this one though. There's so many fun like little details that she added. that McCartney yeah there's scene. that tone yeah eat your if, heart out you scouser bastard <laughs> hmm. to me that's S tier to me, to me that's definitely S tier it's basically everything that I want from a Christmas song the arrangement's better the lyrics are better yep see we were talking about the Grinch song these lyrics they're interesting. They're unique, all right. They mention the Grinch, just like our only A-tier song so far, The Grinch. That's right. This is a classic S-tier written all over it. Christmas Baby, Please Come Home by Darlene Love. I don't think I've ever heard that song. I've heard it, but it's been a while. Maybe we should play <laughs> you, it. You added it. it without really knowing it. Well, it, it is. It was, uh, I was looking at some lists of the top Christmas songs ever. Okay. And this was a... Uh, that was one of the big wall of sound Phil Spector tracks, which this is kind of playing on. Okay. Oh, I thought it was Christmas Baby, Please Come Home. But it's Christmas. Baby, Please Come Home. Christmas Baby. I just want the Christmas Baby to come home. Good uh, vocal performances. The album cover rocks too. The yeah. Ronettes are coming out of one package, the Crystals out of another package, and Bob B. Socks and the Blue Jeans are coming out of the other one. Okay, I have heard this. I just wasn't familiar with what it is. Yeah. It's a little bit of a deep cut. I mean, I think this is definitely above I think average. It's, yeah, it's pretty good. It's it's memorable because it's so over the top. Yeah. At least the arrangement is. You think B tier? Yeah, I think I'll put that in B. Feliz Navidad, Jose Feliciano. Ooh, classic. Well, let's let's rank that while listening to something else we've got on our list of things we're gonna play here. What about um, President Trump Loves Christmas? We've listened to that before, so we can talk over that. Oh, yeah, from our friend Trade. Speaking of Phil Spector, he didn't play on that, but he played on a couple Phil Spector sessions, I think. We need people that are strong. Wouldn't doubt it. He's a very accomplished uh, musician. But all his biggest accomplishments came at the end of his career, like this song. Yeah, and being featured on that Kanye album. Yeah. All of 
the shittiest kind the shittiest non-christian kanye album by far yeah i didn't really listen to it it's it's actually more offensive for the fact that it's so bland and middling like he didn't even take any risk to make it bad it's just like a pale imitation of himself he's got some good features on there considering who he has to hang out with in real life the fact that he can still get any rappers on there i guess like who would turn that down yeah true well, that's the thing. This is going to go too off topic, but his new album that he's uh, working, like, or maybe, I don't know if he dropped, he claimed he was going to drop it on Friday. I didn't even check if he did. There honestly, was some sort of party. He has a shitload of features on that because I think he's trying to, like, disappear into the background. So he has a lot of great features on there. But he's best as a producer. Yeah. Especially now. That like, he true. doesn't, he, can kind of he has more resentment than ever, but he doesn't really get it out in the lyrics. Like, it's not as compelling as you would expect from a guy who's completely losing his mind and going through a divorce yeah it's kind of just kind of just bland and by the numbers i think we should we should devote time to that in the future uh yeah when that comes out but uh let's see here well i guess wait what, what was like the normal song you wanted to rank first uh let's see feliz navidad um it's not bad yeah i'll put it in b like it's yeah, not a masterpiece, fair. but it's at least uh, idiosyncratic enough. Like yeah, it's it's unique. The guy's blind too, so I'll I'll give him points for that. Oh, he knows know how to play the guitar and stuff. Uh, okay, last so Christmas. Song... What are we talking about? Christmas. Yeah, I, I think if we talk about the Trade Martin one here, I appreciate the Trump samples are what make this song. Like Trade yeah. Martin's kind of playing second fiddle to Trump. I like that the snare's only on the four. Ooh, there's a picture of Kanye while we we're just talking. Yeah, about there's it. his friend. He was on a Kanye album. He did a Dusty Springfield song in 1967. He was a writer on it, yeah. and Kanye sampled that on one of his. I always forget tracks. which one it was. Maybe it was Yay. Yeah, I think it was Yay. It's on that album, but I don't remember which track. So I don't give a shit about that album. But you can go look it up. Trade Martin's on there. Um, so this song's not in the bottom tier. Yeah, I like that. It's not the top. Either. I like the arrangement a little bit. It's unique enough. I don't know if it's Chipmunk tier or, or Brenda Lee tier B. That's the same tier. That's true. She's in the C tier. I was just trying to call the B tier something. Yeah. She didn't make it to her own the tier. Christmas tier. I'll put it in C tier. Okay. We have a lot of things on the C tier, but that's just how we feel. Yeah. You don't see it anymore. Oh, man. Trump got killed so excited. on this song. Trade Martin can't say the same exactly. You never man. hear Merry Christmas. Yeah, that's a good-ass song. Okay, I think this this is one of my personal favorites. I'm going to skip ahead to this one. Here we go. Here's more Trade Martin. We listened to this with Derek in September, but... Precious Christmas Precious Puppy. Precious Christmas Puppy. This is a work of genius. It was only a few days before the big holiday... The stereo panning he does is getting weirder and weirder. It's so cool. I, I guess he did come up like, in the age of mono, but yeah. So he's panning like those 2009 Beatles remasters where everything's hard panned. Although there's not a even chorus really, effect on it. Yeah, I was gonna say there's more just like weird like phasing and shit. <laughs> the stereo field is very artificial. Yeah, it's really. I would rather have it be mono. Totally. I wouldn't actually. I think the idiosyncrasies are what make him him. Baby food. It starts to give me a headache. It was so sad. Well, maybe that's what it was like to find the precious Christmas puppy and not know that it was gonna live or not. We're praying for you. It's putting you in the mindset of finding that poor puppy. 
It's so weird. There's no buildup at all. <laughs> it's like Christmas shoes, but they don't they don't let you know the puppy. The big, like, Phil it's also Collins hard to hear. Drum fill there. God, that the passion in those vocals too. I may have to say this might be the only song that I didn't write that I think might be worthy of the S tier. I'm gonna say it now. And he was breathing so Yeah, it's so over the top. I think he's a work of absolute genius. I'll put it in S tier. Precious Christmas puppy. That he was going to be okay. poor puppy. Very early Christmas Eve morning. We heard the baby puppy making sounds like he was calling us. I woke up my wife and said, he's awakened. We've got to feed him right away. I heated up some milk, mixed it with baby food, and gave it to him. <laughs> we talked about that the baby last time. Baby food? This warm milk and baby food in like a slurry. It sounds so gross. It's going to make that you dog can get diarrhea. Puppy, puppy milk. Yeah. Because now... A tiny friend would be a new member of our family forever. But where did they find the puppy? I think it like wandered up. His son found it or some shit. I already forgot the story. It was just People outside. Maybe it was someone's yeah. puppy. Yeah, they stole what if there this were more puppy puppies too. Can you imagine yeah, the family who they stole their puppy on Christmas? Yeah. The inverse song of this. The Christmas without a Christmas puppy. puppy. It wandered yeah. into the neighbor's yard <laughs> and they took it in. <laughs> This song's so good, though. It doesn't, it doesn't sound like it was sick, even. It just took a nap. <laughs> and it woke up, and they gave it milk and baby food. I hope it was like baby food peas. God bless you, and Merry Christmas to everyone around the world. Yep, that's a masterpiece, all right. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. I like wishing Merry Christmas to everyone in the entire world. You're like wishing it upon, like, you're like forcing those wishes upon people who don't celebrate, you know? I respect that. Yeah. So Muslims would appreciate it a little bit. And Jews, I guess the first Christmas took place over there. So even if you're Israeli, it's like, it, it kind of put us on the map. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're not Israeli, it's like, well, it's a, it, was, it was about a Jew. And if you're Buddhist, I don't know, maybe you like frankincense. There's something for everybody. Yeah. There is something. You're right. You know what? All right. Let's check this one out. Tommy Two-Tone. Yeah, I've been waiting to talk about this one for a long time. I think I found this on a a playlist of dirty Christmas songs. <laughs> Looking for that one that's like, lick a ma, suck a ma, stroke a ma, cock. But this isn't dirty at all. It's just Jenny867-5309. But it's Christmas Santa. lyrics. But it's completely serious, so other bad, than the sleigh too. bells. The sleigh bells are so loud. And it's on this album called An All-Star Salute to Christmas, the most eclectic Christmas album ever with eclectic spell wrong. And it's got Iggy Pop, <laughs> The Motels, who I think did um, Only the Lonely. Okay. They were like a uh, year one of MTV staple. Bay City Rollers, which is weird. James Brown, Robbie Krieger, The Doors. We know his his national anthem. Yeah. Doug Kershaw, Musical Youth, Past the Duchy, L.A. Guns, and more. Very weird. I wonder if that's just someone who got a bunch of uh, half-price Christmas songs from like a yeah. Well, in this case, a tag yeah, sale. I don't know. 
they actually got him to re-record the lyrics so it's like it, maybe it's just a bunch of artists who are well i was gonna say they're struggling but they can't be struggling because like iggy pop and james brown don't need money yeah it must have been a collection of old shit i wonder what this was on maybe it was, it was like a a one-off download or something yeah, i would love I know. to know the mix is so lazy they, they definitely just fucking put these sleigh bells over it really. Like, they slap that shit on there and listen to it one time, you know? It does make you wonder why other people didn't just write one of their own songs about Santa. Like, John yeah. Lennon should have just taken I Am The Walrus and made it about Santa. Or made I it am I, am, I Am The Reindeer. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so where are we putting this one? Hmm. I think I'll put it in B. Because yeah, it's funny. That's what I was thinking too. You could also put it on in the car, and for the first like ten seconds, you would think it was the original, but be like, well, "There are more sleigh bells in this than I remember." <laughs> yeah, I guess I never or noticed. There's those a lot of tambourine. That's weird. It's just like when I thought there was slapback on the Grinch song earlier, I was like, "Oh, I guess it's always that. That was always there, you know." And then he comes in. You better not pout. You better not cry. Oh, this is a different version. Um, so what are some normal ones we want to rank while we're listening to this? Uh, Wham! Last Christmas. Seems fine. I'll put that in A, I think. Yeah, Because A, A only has one so far, and it's Grinch. Yeah, so... I think I, that's it, a good one. That could have easily been a B, but you know what? We need more A's, so guess what? Wham! You're in the A tier. Yeah, why not? Run DMC Christmas and Hollis. I want to call it a B also. Like, it's it's like... Yeah, I wouldn't Someone go listen to, to it, it, but it is Someone the first Christmas rap. Or I think there was yeah. one by Blowfly or something, but, but this, this was the first memorable. one that you would hear on MTV. Yeah. So I'll give it a B for that. I'll give it a B for Ballas, because they were Ballas. Uh, this one is, do they know it's Christmas? I'll give it a C. Yeah, that seems fair. It gets too much shit. If it's kind of funny. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I see something dog shit that I want to talk about. Let's check this out right here. Share DJ play a Christmas song. This plagiarizing ass, stealing ass, old ass scouser who stole my what idea they call for Armenians? a song called. <laughs> yeah, Armenians are arbit- are, are uh, honorary scousers now. But she stole my idea for DJ play the song. The song sucks. It's boring. It's stupid. And it makes me hate Christmas even more than I already hate Christmas. It's no turn back time. It's no belief. Yep. She's u- she's rehashing those fucking vocal effects though from Believe in the laziest well, I don't blame way possible. Her. Come on, you lazy. If you're ass. that old, that's true. It was smart of her to develop those. Yeah. Well, smart of her came at the right time because she was what like 58. This stealing ass DJ play the song as Scouser as Armenian. I'm saying she goes straight to the dog shit tier. It's okay. Yeah. I don't know. The fact that it's so unoriginal and it ripped you off. That's what I'm saying. If she's not in the dog shit tier, then I quit. <laughs> I'm sorry to the stands. All of the Fortune Kid and Cher crossover stands are going to be furious. It's not bad, but it's just so nondescript. It's just a very generic. The beat it's, is not Christmassy. The thing is, it's both a generic Cher song and it's like limping in on being a Christmas song. Like, it's just not good in any way. And what's this stupid animated video on YouTube where the water's just splashing up? There's nothing even Christmassy about the video. Yeah, it's her walking on water like Jesus, which I guess is kind of Christmassy. She's Though on he her didn't Beatles do that shit. on his birthday. He did that 
Probably in July See, or something. I knew she's a scouser because she's on her Beatles bigger than Jesus shit. That's right. She's walking on pink water. It's. I don't get how that's Christmas. I guess I would describe that water I not as pink, give it but points as, for um, that for being so weird for not being her in front of a Christmas tree. It's almost like sea punk, but it's pink sea punk. Sea well, pink. It's, it's Miami colored, you know. Yeah. Where it's like orangey, pinky. Maybe she wants it in GTA Six. <laughs> That'd be really fun. <laughs> on the Christmas station. There should be a Christmas it. station. Yeah, and they should have E1 on there. They should have all of our songs on there. Yeah, all of these songs that we've played so far. Actually, speaking of our songs, we got to hear another Christmas classic right here. Fortune Kits, Silly Santa's Christmas Kisses. I forgot about this one. Yeah, I hadn't listened to this in a couple years, and I listened to it the other day, and I was like, you know what? Sounds like another classic for Fortune Kit. We killed this one. Oh, I'm going to be down the naughty list. Oh, yeah, I was thinking of the Phil Spector type stuff. Yeah. Christmas cheer. And all those listeners who are in the chat helping come up with these lyrics, they don't deserve that much credit, but they deserve some of the credit. Everyone killed it together. Expired last year. Do you remember when we did this stream and I put up the first video of this this image that keeps moving of Santa doing a line with a credit card where I made the first version of the video and it was going super fast where it was like a strobe light and it was disorienting and painful to watch and we had to change it. Yeah, it keeps zooming in. Yeah, just, it was but it's not so even a credit card. It's a card that says Visa. It's almost like the cover for a card. Yeah. <laughs> but it would never just have the Visa logo on the outside. Yeah, and no I don't number. think it would really work to have like the, the holder they give you to use that to make a line because it would be, yeah, I don't know, it's paper. That's not what you want. You want the hard plastic edge. But this song, I think it's an all-timer. It's a classic. Uh, say what you will about Tom, but Tom really kind of brought it home for us here. He sort of came up with this horny Santa thing. You know, he was kind of on that Santa baby tip that that uh, Christmas season. But yeah, I didn't put this one on the tier list. But I would give it an A. Wait, is it in there? Let me see. Santa can't stay. He's gassing up. Or no, Silly Santa's Christmas Kisses. Yeah, there we go. No, I think, you know what? We're bumping up to S, I gotta say. Okay. It's one of the greatest songs S of all time. S for Silly. Yeah, it's quite silly. The silly tier. Christmas is here. Silly Santa's ass was nice. Now he's naughty. I spilled warm milk in my Maserati. I smoked a pound of weed, then I hit the cookies. Like Fred Durst told me, I did it all for the nookie. My ass is famous. I'm on the web. What's like that piano in the back? Santa's I'm on the web like Wilbur. I don't know. Forgot about. Oh, that. I know what it is. I know what it was. It was that Robin played a bunch of. Uh, she played a medley of Christmas songs that we just slapped over part of this song. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, I was trying to remember. Like, did I put a bunch of soloing on the piano? No, Rob, it was uh, again yeah. to Robin's credit. She just came up with a medley that it, all in the same key moved from song to song arbitrarily. Wow, she's a Christmas goat. Yep. Crooked cops looking at Donner and Blitzen like Yif Yif. Crooked cops looking at Donner and Blitzen like Yif Yif. <laughs> oh, yeah, See, that's the, like what we were saying about the Grinch song. You gotta have the lyrics metal drums like at the end. Yeah. So it's a multi genre song. This song is a genius work of art, basically. Expired last year. Christmas is. Alright, the Pogues Christmas or Fairy Tale in New York. 
I don't want to uh, speak ill of the dead, but I feel like it's like below average for them. Yeah, it's like I think it's overrated. I get, it, it's kind of unique. I'll, I'll put it in C. I'll oh, put yeah, it in with fair. with Brenda Lee and Jingle Bell Rock. It's like chipmunk tier. Maybe if you were uh, of a certain age or you're British or yeah, if you're a you really like that band. It, yeah, if you're a Scouser or Cockney or Mancunian, it might mean more to you. But to me, it's like, yeah, it's a, whatever. Uh, Mariah Carey. All I want for Christmas is you. I think it's pretty good. Like, Mariah Carey is really good. And that's probably the last... Christmas song to actually become a classic. Like no one's had a hit like that. Yeah, it's that really it's in the canon staple. hard. That was what like ninety five. Yeah, some sometime in the nineties. But that's lodged in. That is like that's in there with Brenda Lee and and the Grinch and all that stuff. I think I would put it in A. It's not quite yeah, S tier. I'm down good. with A. She, like Mariah Carey is one of the best pop singers of all time to me. Where like when I was younger, I think I took it for granted. And now when I hear her like hooks on rap songs and shit, I'm like, my, my God, she's so good. She definitely does. I think the A tier is fair. Yeah, she has better songs than that, but it's one of the best Christmas songs. Uh, this one is. Let's check. Yeah, I know what it is. Let's check it out. Let's listen to it. Let's let's uh, see. Let's walk into this and see what happens here. Oh, this sounds like a nice Christmas song. Wow, that's so pleasant. Just going to relax. Wow pretty beautiful i like it's it's a good take a deep breath yeah let out that tension oh my god is that the grinch is that him i think that's the grinch next year all our troubles will be out of sight Sounds like the Grinch with emphysema. I don't think it's nice to scare people like this. Yeah, it's this kind of a not, jump scare. Not it's in like the a Christmas screamer. spirit. Yeah. Bob Dylan should do a metal album. He could. I think he could hit some of those. Yeah, he's got harsh vocals. He invented yeah. harsh vocals. He, he's at the end of his life. He needs to do basically his Lulu, you know, but he needs to uh, lean into the metal side of it. Yeah, you got to be a Bob Dylan fan. That's uh, going in D. I'm sorry. Okay, the, that's going in the Dylan tier. All, formerly known as the Dylan dog tier. shit tier. Christmas shoes. People love to make fun of this one. It's about the mom who, who dies and then the kid wants to get the shoes. And so the mom wears shoes to go to heaven. I don't think um, I've ever heard that, but you can do as you will. It's not it. a good song. Um, the concept's kind of memorable. You know what? I'll put it in C. Okay. Because it sucks, but people remember it. People talk about it. Well, how about this next one here? Hmm, some interesting, like, stock MIDI tones. It's interesting. Don't tell me Bob Dylan's going to show up again. Sounds like N64. Okay. Deck the club with boughs of money. This is definitely the crunkest Christmas song that I've ever heard. Yeah, 
the ah, ah, ah in the background. I think that like, almost every song we've listened to today would be improved by someone doing that in the background. Ah. Especially that Bob Dylan one. If, if he was just doing that behind it, I think it would have gone up like two tiers easily. Yeah, absolutely. The ad libs are going so crazy. It's probably the only one we've heard so far talking about the liquor store and strippers. I like the B section. Yeah. Everybody at the bar sipping eggnog. I like that. This is an A to me. I was going to say A too because I think it's honestly better than the Run DMC one. Yeah, they it's also, pretty good. I know, later in the song, they mentioned Get Low, and I love when rappers mention the biggest song that they were on, you know, in the lyrics. And especially on a Christmas song, they're just reminding you, like, remember Get Low? I do. I got I to gotta appreciate that. All right, here's another new one. This is What If Bing Crosby sang 50 Cents Into Club featuring Ollie Spaniola. So it's 50 cents into club, but it's written to be a Christmas song. This one's bad, but you can really use it to piss people off. Like it's really hard to get a minute into this. Which is essentially what we're doing right now. Yeah. If you've listened to the episode for this long, now you're just stuck listening to this fucking thing. It's so annoying, especially when you see the video and they're like in their Christmas so jammies bad. wearing like a flat brim... Uh, uh, pointed to the side like a gangsta. I think it's kind of funny that the bass is so shitty and farty when the rest of the production's like really good. Yeah. I mean, I guess that has like a Christmassy vibe to have like a farty bass. I guess I don't understand the comedic conceit here because they didn't yeah. make the lyrics Christmassy. And the lyrics are, they made them super annoying where obviously they changed the N-word to like brother or something. But then they did other annoying shit like changing motherfucker to mofo and it just makes me mad. Gotta get the ad money. Like who's it for? I don't know. I don't know who it's for when she like makes her toilet into a a Chia pet. Yeah. Kids? But do kids watch this? I don't know, you know? Because kids don't know Indica. They don't know the song. Like, yeah, I, was, too I was a kid when this came out. Yeah. Oh, let that mofo burn. I mean, they did a good job with the melody. Yeah, I guess they did a good job. I'm going to put it in... Hmm. It's tough. It's very annoying, and it it's questionable what is the comedic value of it i think it's gotta be it's, d it's just it's well it's so produced. bad all right it's with bob dylan in share yeah that's fair. And dean martin they're in good company in the dog shit there isn't a shit tier i don't know what the shit tier would be <laughs> this song is insanely annoying like i think if you could kill, you could probably kill someone if they put the song in and it should be legal to kill them yeah it's Including so us. annoying if you want to hunt us down and kill us, I think I give you permission. If you go to court for having murdered us over playing this song and you play it in court, you'll get, it's like a get-out-of-jail-free get card, basically. 
We did it to ourselves. That I like girls animation is like training wheels for this. That's 30 yeah. seconds. <laughs> you, this is uh, this three is minutes so and 30 long, seconds. I can't believe it's still going. You can't get man. through this. Yeah. I guess we just made you. But that's D. That's dog shit. Yep. Well, I think we got them all sorted out here then. Yeah, let's see. We got S tier. We got the E1 song, I Would Kill for Christmas. We got Precious Christmas Puppy by Trade Martin and Silly Santa's Christmas Kisses by us. Yep, that's definitely the three best Christmas songs of all time to me. A tier, Mean One, Mr. Grinch, Last Christmas, Mariah Carey, Ying Yang Twins. B, White Christmas, Bing Crosby, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Chief Kufre. What was that one called? That one is... Um, Santa, Santa Claus, Claus is not coming to this town. Yeah. Um, Wonderful Christmas Time, Darlene Love, Christmas Baby, Please Come Home, Feliz Navidad, Tommy Two-Tone Christmas Version, and Christmas and Hollis. What do we C got in the chipmunk tier? The chipmunk tier. The chipmunks rocking around the Christmas tree, Jingle Bell Rock, Chief Kufre. Yeah, that's, that's uh, his Jingle, Jingle Bell, Bell of, of Christmas, Christmas time. time. The one that had no lyrics. And Santa Baby, John Lennon, Happy Christmas, Chuck Berry, Run Rudolph Run, Trade Martin, President Loves, President Trump Loves Christmas, Do They Know It's Christmas, Fairy Tale in New York, and Christmas Shoes. And then in the D tier, the shit tier, Dean Martin, Baby It's Cold Outside, or whatever version of that. Cher, DJ, DJ, what's it called? DJ, DJ play, play That the Christmas, Christmas song. song. Bob Dylan, I guess all of it, but specifically Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. That's the one we listen to. And then Ali Spaniola and that other guy doing the, whatever the white people doing. doing a rap song in a yeah. funny voice. That's the worst <laughs> one. And I'm going to download that image and we're going to save it for posterity so you know what you should and shouldn't listen to on the holidays. I'm just glad that we could have made two of the three best songs, but I got to hand it to Trade Martin because he came correct with uh, Precious Christmas Puppy. And I guess all I can implore others to do is to have themselves a merry little Christmas, which is in the dog shit tier. So I guess what I mean by that, I guess is we can have a bad Christmas because that's one of the songs we gave a D to. But Suck yourself a very little penis in the dog shit tier.